When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. ESPN Denver 1600 presents Clark and Company. And we hit the power chords because next segment, it is Broncos Blast. I'm Michael Clark. He's Ian St. Clair from Mile High Report, just ahead of our buddy Adam Malnati, who is uh, Adam's, uh, Ian's partner on the podcast there. Uh, we will, and we'll talk Broncos training camp. We'll tell you it's, uh, it's a new world out there, and we're not always happy with changes. Began the show with one word, changes. Uh, for me, I'm not happy. Texas and Oklahoma leaving and bankrupting the Big 12 uh, destroying what's left of the great tradition of the Big 8 and the Big 7, or the Southwest Conference, for that matter, with Texas, uh, setting off huge changes, college football, college basketball, no doubt, also. So today, though, we will lift our Argonaut wine liquor toast in a week. The changes that make things better, progress, convenience, improvement. Hey, we don't talk enough about ArgonautLiquor.com down at Argonaut Wine and Liquor at 760 East Colfax. You can go to the website, ArgonautLiquor.com, easily find all your favorites and learn about new refreshments and find great deals. Find out what uh, what you can uh, what you would like to buy right now because it's a it's a heck of a deal for you. Uh, for instance, on Twitter at Argonaut Liquor is their Twitter handle. I found this message. Shop online or mention this ad when you call the store, and you could do that with this radio ad and get free delivery on orders over a hundred dollars uh, in their current delivery area. This is a limited time. Uh, you you know you can use it online. Also, go to Twitter or go to the website and use the link to do that. Use your electronics. Use your phone. Get curbside or 
register pickup or delivery, like I like to do uh, frequently, who wants to stop, interrupt the game when you need something, hey, let Denver's biggest and best liquor store, locally family-owned more than 50 years with the biggest selection of cold beer in Denver, let them come fill your cup to overflowing uh, more than 17,000 different items of liquid treasure Snacks, chips, meats, party favors, your one-stop shop. Argonaut has it, 760 East Colfax. And this segment, Broncos Blast, brought to you each week by Framed Art. This year, this week, I should say, Brian Hart at Framed Art, honored to be the sponsor again for the Denver Century Bicycle Ride. The Denver Century Ride is September 25th. They're helping raise money for another nonprofit, Brian Hart and Framed Art. So generous. All the nonprofits come to them at Framed Art. Each rider, and you sign up, and you support the charity, each rider will get a $50 gift certificate from Framed Art, from personal and sports memorabilia to museum quality fine art. All the Broncos go there. We're about to talk Broncos. It's the award winning framer for all of Metro Denver, Framed Art at 3065. South Broadway. And on that note, we bring in Adam Malnati. You can follow him on Twitter at Adam Malnati 16, Frank Gifford's old number, and that's not why he has it. Uh, and and uh, we'll welcome in. Good morning, uh, Adam. Morning, guys. Morning. It's uh, good to be here. It's, it's great, and I'm sure what's even better for you is training camp has started. The Broncos are underway, but it's a camp without Aaron Rodgers. And uh, it is there a difference down there? Is there is there some kind of sense that uh, uh oh this isn't how we thought? Yeah, I think I, I I definitely think there were some ideas throughout the off season that something at the quarterback position was going to get done that was going to be big. Uh, it sort of started with the Deshaun Watson stuff, which has obviously fallen by the wayside, uh, and then it picked up with the Aaron Rodgers stuff. You always had the potential drafting of a quarterback. You knew that there were uh, you know, there were ways that the Broncos could do something that might uh, energize the quarterback position, that might change the way that, that we are looking at uh, this training camp. And what they did was they went out and they got Teddy Bridgewater. And I'm sure Teddy Bridgewater is a nice guy. I'm sure he's a <laughs> fine uh, person, but I, he does not create any excitement. And so now – it feels like what you have is is these two camps of uh, you know your Drew there's your Drew Locke fans and your your Teddy Bridgewater fans who uh, are scoring training camp every day. Oh, Drew Locke won today. Teddy Bridgewater won today. There there are no winners here. There are no winners <laughs> until we start playing real football. And so uh, I, I kind of get I'm more frustrated with that with the the fan side of uh, trying to figure out who won the day when. It's practice. Nobody goes to to practice in any other sport and says, well, so-and-so won that practice. It just doesn't happen, and it drives me nuts when we do that with, with this team. I'm sure what else drives you nuts, and we talked about this on our, our recent podcast at Mile High Report, and we actually let it off with it, is we are yet again in another Broncos quarterback competition. So it's just like, all right, we woke up and it's 2016. And instead of Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch, we have Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. Yeah, it's uh, it's Groundhog's Day, if, to, if we can steal that cliche. Uh, it seems like ever since the departure of Peyton Manning, which uh, has it was time he needed to retire, right? Nobody's saying that it wasn't time for him to retire. But ever since then, Denver has failed 
in figuring out the quarterback situation, whether it be uh, not being able to uh, make Paxton Lynch, who was a first-round pick, a viable quarterback, or uh, you know relying too heavily on Trevor Simeon or bringing in uh, Case Keenum, who even after his great season with the Vikings, they were like, yeah, we don't want this guy, uh, and spending <laughs> probably too much money on him. And then bringing in Joe Flacco is like a veteran presence for Drew Locke. What, what was that? Uh, that never materialized into anything worth any value. And now we're sitting here with, uh, you know, just another, just, just another quarterback battle, just like always, just like it's been. And uh, it's never going to be figured out until it's figured out. And I know that that sounds like a stupid thing to say, but that's pretty much the truth of it. And then on that front, Von Miller is his typical self, the upbeat, fun, but he said, this is the year the Broncos will make the playoffs. What do you think of that? And are they going to make the playoffs, given everything we just said about the quarterbacks? So I've been saying this a lot recently. You know this. I have this sort of mantra of if, if your defense can hold teams to, to 24 points, that's great. You know, if you're averaging only 24 points a game in this NFL, fantastic for your defense. But if your offense can only put up 22, you lose those games. So it doesn't matter. And as much as I love Von Miller, and I believe he believes the hype, so I think that for Von Miller, when he says he loves Drew Locke and thinks he can be great, or he loves uh, this, you know, this player or that player, and he's going to be a great player, we're going to go to the playoffs. He believes that. He believes it in his mind. He believes it in his heart and soul. He is a one-man hype machine that just believes in his ability, and he thinks that that transfers to everybody else. That's fantastic. That ain't right. And that's the problem. They are a team that is on the cusp of making a playoff run. They are missing a piece, and that piece is quarterback. I'm not saying that the that particular piece isn't on the roster, but I don't see it. And I might be wrong, and I'd be happy to be wrong, and I've said that before. I, if I'm wrong about Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater being the quarterback that is needed for this team, I will accept that wrongness, and I will wear it like a sheet of armor. Like, I was wrong. I'm proud to be wrong on this. But I don't see it. And so when Von Miller talks about that stuff, as much as I love Von Miller and as much as I respect him as a player, I have a tendency to roll my eyes because he's been saying that every year since the Super Bowl. So nothing has changed in Von Miller's eyes. And quite frankly, nothing has really changed with the Denver Broncos. Well, one thing I learned the first time I argued with Muhammad Ali and he got so mad he threw punches at my head, screamed at me for a minute because I interrupted his personal narrative disagreeing with him on something about boxing as a young punk, long-haired kid. But uh, so uh, far be it from me to in, to interrupt with what uh, Von Miller is probably telling himself to get himself pumped for the season and telling his teammates. <laughs> so I'll, 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 I'll give Von a pass on that in much the same way that you guys are. Uh, you know, Adam, when you look at this camp, the position battles besides quarterback, and, I'm, and I want you to also give us who will. I'm going to be one of those guys who will win this battle. I, I'm one who's been on record saying that uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a huge improvement over what we've had here before, uh, ever since P- Peyton Manning, and he will make a difference, and this can be a winning team. I don't know about a playoff team uh, with Teddy Bridgewater. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I disagree with uh, many of the people uh, on this thing, but what are you watching in particular this camp? You know, it's kind of interesting to see what's going on with the defensive line and the linebacker position. Uh, I, I think that defensive line is, is a spot that is pretty well set, but it's just sort of uh, kind of fun to see how they're progressing and how they're doing. 
Obviously, you get Shelby Harris anchoring the defensive line, so you're sort of uh, paying attention a little bit to that. And then at linebacker, you've got Alexander Johnson, you've got Josie Jewell. I'm not 100% sold on them as being um, the, the best options, not necessarily in camp, because obviously I think they are the best options in camp, but I, I would have liked to have seen them do something uh, to figure out uh, how to improve at the, the middle linebacker position. But I've been saying that for, you know, ever since I've been a fan. Uh, ever, ever since Al Wilson uh, left, that's that's been their their miss. Uh, I also think that it, if you're watching uh, one sort of interesting battle, Ian brought this up on the, on the podcast the other day. It's that fourth edge rusher. Who's going to step in? You know, you've got you've got Vaughn, you got Bradley Chubb, you got Malik Reed. Who's going to be the fourth guy on the edge that's going to sort of step into that role? Uh, and then I think there's there's a pretty big battle at wide receiver just as far as as you know who's. Who's wide receiver one, two, three, and four? Like, what is what is the order going to be? Because you've got some really talented individuals playing wide receiver. So how's that going to shake out? And who's going to be the favorite target? I do think what will be interesting is to find out who the favorite target is of Teddy Bridgewater, who the favorite target is of Drew Locke, because those are the that's that's going to be an interesting sort of dichotomy. One quarterback will improve one wide receiver season and the other will improve the other wide receiver season. I, I believe that because quarterbacks get comfortable with guys. And so who's going to get comfortable first with Teddy or with Drew? And then which one of those guys wins the quarterback battle and now is going to change sort of the trajectory of one or one of these wide receiver seasons because of the way he plays the game. It's, it, that's sort of that as you start to dig down into the, the ripple effect, how is that going to affect the wide receivers depending on who the quarterback is? I've said that I think Drew Locke – or but changed that. I, I've said that Teddy Bridgewater is going to end up being the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos this season. He's going to win this, yet again, this next quarterback battle. Who do you think eventually is going to become the starter for the Broncos and, and starts that week one uh, against the New York Giants. You have a, this is an interesting uh, situation here with this because you have the, you know, the draft pick, right? You have Drew Locke, who they want to succeed. And there's no doubt that that's sort of been their goal for the last three years is to try and get him to be the starter. And then you have this new GM come in, and he brings in his guy, essentially. I think Teddy Bridgewater, you could say, is his guy. Uh, because of their relationship in other uh, organizations. And so you see that, and you, and you kind of think, well, who's going to win out here? Is the old guard with Elway sort of still looming in the building but not being the GM and not really making any final decisions? Is, the, is his sort of pull still enough to have Vic Fangio lean towards Drew Locke? Or are we seeing sort of a change here and a willingness to – not play the, the drafted kids so that we can get more wins with Teddy Bridgewater. So we're going to play Teddy Bridgewater. I think that'll play into it. I also sort of think that steady Teddy, that sort of, yeah, he doesn't have the big splash plays, but he's making the smart plays down the field. This might be an offense that needs to just be smart and turnovers are going to kill this team. And if Drew Locke is a turnover machine like he was last year, I'd rather have Teddy Bridgewater starting because then the defense does have a chance to win you games. I agree with that. And, uh, you know, let Jerry Judy make the spectacular plays, kind of like when they tell the uh, the Rockies big, strong sluggers, don't overswing. Your natural power will get you there. That's, uh, that's Teddy Bridgewater for me. Hey, Adam, thank you. We will listen to the Mile High Report radio podcast every chance we get. We urge others to do the same. Thank you.
Anytime, guys. All right. That was Adam Malnati on the Five Star Plumbing Hotline. Coming up next on the Five Star Plumbing Hotline, Ryan O'Halloran, Denver Post Sports. We'll talk about Broncos training camp with him next.